Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we continue to thank you for those who have tuned in to this week's podcast. We pray for unity in this country. We pray the blood of Jesus over cancer, all types. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the anointed one, Jesus Christ, amen. Today I have a few questions for you. How much power do you have? And where did you get it? Do you use it and how? I want us to look at the answers to those questions to give us a better understanding of our capabilities. First of all, let me inform you that there is a cost to function with the influence that you have been authorized to use, yet we have barely scratched the surface. Let me let you in on a secret that is not really a secret at all. Your sins and my sins separate us from the presence of God. A holy God cannot be in the company of sin, and if we have unconfessed sin, we will be subjected to the absence of God's Spirit. The good news is that confessed and sin that has been repented will open the door to God along with His power. As I mentioned, there's a cost to obtain the power, and it cannot be purchased with money. The cost includes confessing of sin, repenting of those sins, reading God's Word, praying His Word back to Him, and allowing the Holy Spirit to take charge of your life. Doing these five things will cost you time. By reading and studying His Word, we can uncover the keys to the authority we've been given as Christians. Yet, many believers remain on the sidelines with unfulfilled destinies. They are Christians without power because they do not have the Word nor the Holy Spirit in them. They are saved, and they live out their lives waiting on the return of Jesus or death, whichever comes first. But that is not the life God intended for you. Your power comes from being connected to the source of power, as taught by Jesus in John 15 verses 1 through 8, and summarized in verse 7, which says, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. As you can see, my friends, there is a cost. When the Spirit lives in you, and the Word lives in you, then you have permission and authority to ask whatever you need. When sickness comes to your front door, you can pray James 5, verses 14 and 15, and let the prayer of faith save the sick. In John 14 and 12, Jesus makes a truly astounding statement, proclaiming, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these will he do, because I go to my Father. My brothers and sisters in Christ, this verse convinced men and women that they can walk on water only to sink. It has caused preachers to attempt to raise from the dead embalm bodies at funerals, along with trying to duplicate other miracles of Jesus. My friends, Jesus had 12 disciples and perhaps hundreds of followers. After Peter preached in Acts 2nd chapter, 3,000 souls were saved in verse 41. Later, in Acts 4 and 4, 
5,000 men were saved. Today, it is estimated that there are 2.3 billion Christians in the world. The greater works Jesus referred to in John 14 and 12 is the number of people we can affect with our testimony, our gifts, and our life. People know what you used to be, and when they see a transformed person, they know that some greater power has ushered in a change. So, my Christian comrades, where did you get this power? Which is my second question. John 1 and 12 announces, But as many as have received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Folks, the act of faith is believing that Jesus can and will save us from our sins, along with adopting us into the family of God. By becoming children of God, we belong to his kingdom. And by being a citizen of the kingdom, we are endowed with the power of the kingdom. Jesus announces the location of the kingdom of God in Luke 17, verses 20 and 21. It says, Now when he was asked by the Pharisees, When the kingdom of God will come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, See here, or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. Now, my friends, if you don't get anything else out of this podcast, be sure to get this. Don't miss it. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. God's kingdom can be described as God's reign and his rule over all things. His will, it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus the king had established the kingdom of God on earth, but the Pharisees missed it. Don't you miss it. Our place in the kingdom is ratified in Galatians 4 verses 1 through 7 and achieved in verse 7. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Did you hear that? You are an heir. But even though we have been declared citizens of God's kingdom, some Christians still have a slave mentality, waiting on someone to tell them what to do. And so they wait and wait and wait. They are waiting for Christ to return instead of being an ambassador for the king, waiting for someone to save them again instead of saving others with their testimony. That's where the power comes from, the king. We are given our orders by the king in Matthew 28:19. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The first word of the order from the king is go. It's an action word. Go does not mean wait. There's no reason to wait. Rest assured that when you go, Jesus says he will be with you. So now that you're going to your assignment, take note of the power you have inside of you. Listen to what Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. My Christian friends, those who decide to wait instead of going forth, wait because of fear. They let Satan, who has no power, talk them out of being an emissary for King Jesus, who has all power. In John 10 and 10, Jesus reveals these words, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Folks, Satan wants to steal your dreams, kill your plans, and destroy your ambition of working for the kingdom. 
Jesus is here to restore all of that, to give you life worthy of being a citizen of the kingdom. And he does that by anointing you with abundant power for an abundant life. When you let go of your natural tendencies and let God take total control, then he can use his supernatural power through you. But you have to let go. Now, I realize that's easy to say and hard to do, but it can be done. Ephesians 3 and 20 announces, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. So, my friends, I ask again, how is your power level? Does it exceed what we think? Do we have abundant power? Can you ask for more, or do you have enough? Jesus has all power, and he's willing and able to transfer some of that spiritual power to you and through you. Are you ready to receive it? Do you know how you will use it? Now that you are a king's kid, it's time to act like one. Bless someone today with a kind word, or better still, a word from God. Your obedience could very well cause a person to seek God's face, all because of your powerful testimony, a testimony that is controlled by the Holy Spirit. If you're not part of the kingdom and you want to become royalty, pray this prayer with me. Father, I want to be with you in your kingdom. I give my life to you. Let your spirit take charge of me so that I may serve you. We ask this in the name of the true vine, Jesus Christ, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. I certainly appreciate those who have been sharing this podcast. Thank you very much. You may write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048 or call us 678-693-2204. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.